Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Broadcast week. And I want to remind you what we do here. I'm, I feel really energized this morning. One of the major reasons. I was up late last night and... I end up having a conversation with uh, that just absolutely surprised me. I, I have to tell you folks, and we're going to get to some very encouraging stories, that there's a part of me that I think can be very pessimistic. And against the current of that, I am not only seeing stories that are very encouraging, I'm meeting people that are blowing my mind and by that I'm, I'm talking about just random people I'm running into and having conversations with who are more aware than I would have ever imagined I mean I'm just gonna be honest with you I think we're at a point in history especially with younger people where there are a lot of people who just do not have a clue as to what's going on they just don't and the, and the sad thing is a lot of people simply don't care. So when I find people who are really engaged, they're learning, they read, I am absolutely shocked. So there's a lot to be encouraged by. And we're going to begin with some of those today. I know we had a texter a few days ago who was commenting about, you know, where are the positive, encouraging stories you like to bring? Well, I'll tell you what. You're going to enjoy, especially the first few segments here. I want to begin in the United Kingdom because it's also a cautionary tale of what could happen here if we are not vigilant. You know, it's crazy to me that someone offering to do something for you can be seen as an act of hostility. But this is exactly where we are in a good part of the world. And I, I would definitely say this is really something that is a phenomenon among people who are in the first world. Christian Post, Christian doctor investigated for praying with patients reaches settlement with the NHS England. Think about this for a moment. An investigation for praying with patients. This doctor was at risk of losing his medical license for offering to pray with and provide spiritual care to his patients. He's reached a settlement with NHS England after agreeing to attend one course on professional boundaries with no admittance of wrongdoing. 
I know there's some of you get a kick out of that voice. Professional boundaries. What is wrong with people? (laughs) Here's the doctor. His name is Dr. Richard Scott. 62 years old. He's a general practitioner at the Bethesda Medical Center in Margate, Kent, England. He has been vindicated following a four-year... This this drives me crazy. A four-year campaign threatening his livelihood. According to the UK-based group group Christian Concern, whose legal arm, the Christian Legal Center, supported his case. At the Ashford Tribunal Hearing Center in Kent, NHS England lawyers agreed Scott is free to offer to pray for and with patience if he does so within a agreed general medical council guidance. In return, the doctor, while admitting no wrongdoing, agreed to attend a one-day course costing $550 related to professional boundaries. He'd previously refused to attend a three-day course costing $2,000 aimed at people who've been accused of sexual impropriety. (laughs) These people have lost their minds. Dr. Scott maintains he's always offered prayer and spiritual support within GMC guidance and complaints against him consistently been engineered by secular groups and anonymous complainants. Now, I want to just I I want you to just picture with me. You're sitting in a hospital bed. The doctor comes to you and says, hey, at the end of all that he's doing that he's supposed to do. Do you mind if I pray for you? Do you mind if I share something with you? What in the world is wrong with that? Folks, this is crazy that people object to this. In its complaint filed in May 2019 on behalf of an acquaintance of a patient, the National Secular Society said Scott, who had worked as a doctor for over two decades, made the vulnerable patient feel discomfort at the use of prayer. You know what? I'm just going to say something parenthetically. Never mind. I'm going to be nice. Let's keep going with the positivity of the story. (laughs) The acquaintance told the NSS the patient felt unable to express discomfort and was not able to raise the matter formally or change GP practice. The NSS wrote to the GMC and the local clinical commissioning group to highlight the case and ask how the body is intended to protect patients' right to access health care free from evangelism. Scott then received a written notice from the GMC saying an investigation was underway. The GMC had issued Scott a warning in 2012 after Scott was accused by the NSS of telling a patient, the devil haunts people who do not turn to Jesus. Scott was also accused of expressing his religious beliefs in a manner that distressed a psychologically troubled patient. (laughs) Folks, this this is mind-boggling. A psychologically troubled patient and expressing religious beliefs <laughs> is distressing. Oh my gosh. My head's going to explode, people. Scott says he's relieved the NHS England has agreed to settle this case, but it never should have come to this. Of course not. The course they tried to force me to go to is essentially aimed at sexual miscreants and fraudsters. There's nothing I could see that was relevant to me. I was outraged. 
Sadly, I've seen a deep intolerance from some parts of the NHS toward Christian beliefs and a complete lack of of understanding of what prayer is and how it positively impacts people's lives. He added he hopes his case would act as an encouragement to other Christian professionals that it is more than okay to share your faith and that freedom is worth fighting for. Amen. Andrea Williams, CLC's chief executive, said secular activists, whether campaign groups or those working within the NHS, have been relentless in their pursuit of Dr. Scott. It's now time for this to end. Scott Williams continued. This guy is loved and respected by his community. His love for Jesus and dedication to his faith is also well known where he works and within the community. He stressed there's no evidence. Scott's practice of praying with his patients has in any way interfered with his delivery of excellent medicine. In fact, quite the opposite. He's seen many patients get set from drink and drug addictions and become active members of society through his spiritual care. Widely recognized, emotional and spiritual support play a significant role in physical healing, according to Williams. It's been particularly distasteful to see NHS England picking on a Christian doctor who's appropriately offering that support. He says he's offered spiritual care to around 1 in 40 patients. Around 80% of people offered prayer, religious support, accepted the offer. Most people want this. They do. NHS go pound sand. Praise God for another wonderful victory here. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.
<laughs> Alan Rob Spartanburg says, glad to see the God-haters at the Neanderthal Health Service put in their place. Professional boundaries. <laughs> Alan, yes, you like that one, huh? Chris out of Shelby. It's just the world we live in, Vince. Before long, they'll be wanting to take prayer out of church. <laughs> uh, pretty amazing, isn't it? Vince, he should offer up a prayer session with the NHS. <laughs> it's a great idea. Vince, since I was leaving the Panthers game yesterday, there was a man on the street holding the sign and handing out pamphlets yelling, Jesus saves! Then I saw a 49ers fan get confrontational with him. Something about the name of Jesus that either brings joy or aggression to people. That's really good. It's all according to what's in the heart of the other person. Now, for those of you who are not Christ followers, I respect that. At the same time, if you are getting angry and you don't want to see something or hear something, and you're getting angry and worked up and you want to go after somebody, that's another problem. <laughs> Pretty amazing stuff. Coming up in the broadcast, a huge victory on this issue of ravaging young people's bodies. Yes, a huge victory. A major medical center is going to stop this practice for the time being. We'll talk about this coming up. First, here's another interesting story. Louisiana, they're pulling $794 million out of BlackRock. Why are they doing this? The state treasurer, John Schroeder, cited the asset management's giant push to embrace environmental, social, and governance investment strategies, also known as ESG. Schroeder saying in a statement, this divestment is necessary to protect Louisiana from mandates BlackRock has called for that would cripple our critical energy sector. The state's already withdrawn $560 million from the funds to date. No immediate comment out of BlackRock, the company which managed nearly 8.49 trillion dollars of assets as of June 30th has faced criticism from many sides in the debate on low carbon fuels while environmentalists protested the world's largest asset manager does too little to press for change at fossil fuel portfolio companies Republican politicians accusing it of boycotting energy stocks folks we know what this is about but this is awesome states are starting to fight back Louisiana with their money fighting back and there are other states other states waiting in the wings to weigh in on this issue as well this is the time folks to strike one person following this very very closely is a wonderful friend of this program from the mom and pop alliance our good friend diane hardy is back on the broadcast this morning uh welcome back diane yeah, good morning, Vince. Thanks so much for having me on. I have to say, first off, I'm sure you are encouraged by this story and what Louisiana is doing. Yes, I'm encouraged by a lot of things. And yes, I am encouraged by that. And I do think I've had two very long 
uh, one-on-one discussions with our treasurer, and I do think we will be following suit in, in good time. I think he's trying to figure out exactly where he would like to put things and what he would like to do before he makes it public. But uh, that's my behind-the-scenes guess of what's going to happen in South Carolina, even though we haven't, we don't have any announcement yet. We'll see. Can you explain to people, because like so many other issues, Diane, this is something that's got to be worked out locally. This is not a, a, a the kind of thing where you're going to fight this on a national scale. We're talking about at least 50 battles, right? That, that's what needs to happen here. Yes, for sure. And we are so fortunate for our federalism form of government where the states can push back. So I'm really encouraging citizens that even though this feels huge, like it's coming from the U.N. and it's coming from the World Economic Forum and our U.S. government, what can I do? But fortunately, with our system of government, you can push back at the state level. We already have two bills down there from last year. And this session, we are going to hit the ground running. Mom and Pop Alliance, we're going to be down there. We give popcorn to all the legislators and educate them about ESG and let them know um, what, what needs to be done to try and curb this in our state. It's doing so much damage. What are you finding as you engage people in conversation, especially lawmakers? How many of them are aware of this? And what's the reaction when you share the information that you do? Well, last session, we started educating them back in January, and none of them really were aware of this. And they were shocked, and they looked into it, and they saw that it was true. And they did start speaking out. Within weeks, we had a bill um, last year, age 4978, and th- both on the Senate and the House side, there was a, a you know there was a vocal um, outcry about this. Um, but it was we, this session. I think we can get some bills passed. We have a couple different options. For those people who may not be familiar with this, uh, we have a couple of minutes left here. Uh, tell us how this ESG thing works and why it's so dangerous. Yes, it's so dangerous because it's, it's completely arbitrary. It's, they're basing it on environmental, social justice, and governance, and they mean governance of your company. And what they're going to do is they're going to be using some of the Inflation Reduction Act money to put out carrots and sticks to force um, companies to comply. So that's what really makes it concerning, is that money will be coming down in the form of grants and tax reductions if you comply with this ESG. And you, the biggest thing is it becomes a social credit score. And so you can be, you can have a good social credit score, a bad social credit score, according to how woke you are. And so that is the concerning, it can affect small businesses. It's of course increasing our fuel costs already uh, because of the green agenda. But the good news is like there was an article in Reuters that said the challenge of investing in the face of the state anti-ESG legislation. So they are concerned about how they're going to do this if states start pulling out their funding. We have about 30 seconds left, and tell us about some very important information for people who want to get uh, involved in this locally. Yes, if you'd like to get involved, we are holding two one-hour uh, workshops, and we are holding them tomorrow night at the same workshop, tomorrow night at 6 in Greenville, and also at noon the next day on Wednesday in Greenville. And you can go to our website, momandpopalliance.org, for information or you can email us, info at momandpopalliance.org. And we'd love for you to come to this. Uh, it's a great one-hour workshop. We put everything together for you. If we, go, we take it from the global level down to the state level and what's being done. And if there's a meal. It's $15 just to cover the cost of food, but the information, the uh, workshop is free. 
And so you can go to momandpopalliance.org to learn more about that. Terrific. Diane Hardy, thanks a lot for joining us. Folks, let's get on this thing. (laughs) Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, Dean says, if you don't like ESG, don't invest in in them. If You know, it's a decision, not a moral victory. It's an exercise in free will. If it's a bad decision, it's a lesson that will teach us and all all of us an invaluable lesson. Well, maybe not. (laughs) Your country's ESG social credit score and the poverty rate of its citizens are directly proportional. Meanwhile, the higher your score the higher the poverty rate. As a matter of fact, this is also true whenever you put the adjective social in front of anything to describe it. Yep, I love what you said there. You put that modifier on it, it destroys everything. I'm all for justice. I am not for social justice. By the way, I'm curious. I I really appreciate the work of Diane Hardy in South Carolina. Is anything underway to fight this in North Carolina? I'm not aware of it. If so, drop me a line. I would love to hear about it so we can promote this as well. We need to fight this on every single front. This is about our freedom, folks. That's what's at stake. Remember what I told you? This is the way the left is fighting freedom now. It's not just about government. It's about using the free market, free enterprise system to destroy the free market, free enterprise system. That's what they want to do. This, make no mistake about it, folks. These are not free enterprise people. Their ultimate goal is socialism. That's what you need to understand. It is to destroy what we have. Oh, I love this. Boy, this is why I love this audience. This texture says, this mess started with social security. There's that word again, folks. That's really good. So taking social studies in school was a waste of time? Have a good Monday. Hello, <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. That was one of my favorite classes, by the way. I remember those fun days back at West Lane Junior High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. That really was my favorite class. And I had this teacher, his name was David Keel. Loved that teacher. In fact, I reached out to him years ago. And I told him, I called and I told him, you really stirred my interest in these matters. And it still impacts me to this day in the job that I do. Thank you. He was so shocked. (laughs) He was so shocked to hear from me after all these, it had been decades. So, pretty cool stuff. Again, a thank you to Diane Hardy for all the hard work that she puts in on this subject of ESG. And we'll continue to keep you posted on what is happening. I want to hit another positive story. Isn't it wonderful? 
Actually, we've got a couple of those. We've had a lot of conversations on this program about what is going on with this fetish. I, I, I don't know how else to describe this. In this subject of gender. Now, one of the areas of attention right now, young people, people under 18, who are potentially making permanent changes in their bodies. Permanent changes. They can't be undone. A lot of this has been going on, and unfortunately, since it has not gotten a lot of attention for quite some time, there have been so many damaged people here. I I told you, and we discussed this a couple of months ago, you remember? Interestingly enough, the Brits have pulled back on this gender-affirming care concept. They've come to question this. They've recognized some huge mistakes have been made. And they're like, oh, wait a second here. We've got people now running headlong into this. And I've told you one of the major reasons is money. A whole lot of people are making a whole lot of money. Whether it's the psychological people or the medical people, it is a cash cow. Now we have this story from The Independent. Vanderbilt University Medical Center has suspended gender-affirming surgeries for patients under the age of 18 while it reviews its practices. This announcement revealed a letter from University Executive C. Wright Penson to Tennessee Republican state lawmaker Jason Zachary, who posted on Twitter. By the way, let me say to you parenthetically, why is he sending this to a lawmaker? Because now, now, state governments are getting involved in this, and they may take action. So if these hospitals and other medical people don't do what is responsible, then lawmakers are. Calls for an investigation into the clinic intensified after videos surfaced on social media last month of a doctor claiming the gender-affirming surgeries were, are you ready for this, huge moneymakers for hospitals. The video shared by right-wing political commentator Matt Walsh, I love how they characterize this, showed a VUMC doctor saying in 2018 that those types of surgeries bring in a lot of money. Wonderful, isn't it? A staff member said anyone with religious objections to the treatment should quit in another leaked clip. Republicans in Tennessee had pressured the private nonprofit hospital to pause surgeries on minors who were transitioning genders while it investigated the claims. Dr. Penson said in the letter the suspension was due to a review of new guidance on treating transgender patients from the World Professional Association of Transgender Health, adding the review may take several months. Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville has suspended gender-affirming surgery. For minors, that's the big headline here, folks. Dr. Penson said the clinic had performed an average of five surgeries per year since it was established in 2018 that all the procedures were on children over 16. The letter noted new legal restrictions on gender-affirming care could be passed and it could 
this could actually happen, and if so, they will completely comply with the law. Gender-affirming care for minors, it's become a political lightning rod in conservative states. In February, Texas Governor Greg Abbott ordered the State Department of Family and Protective Services to investigate the use of treatments such as hormone therapy, puberty blockers, as child abuse. That order is being challenged in court. Excerpts from the American Medical Association say the gender-affirming care, which helps a person transition from their, des- their designated gender at birth, is appropriate for minors who suffer gender dysphoria. Now, we've talked before about this. We're going to spend some more time on this at some point and get some insight from those who are transitioning back. The only thing is there are certain physical things you can't fix. It's permanent. Stay with us. I tell you, we've had a number of good news stories for you, and it's always fun to share those because there's so much, as you know, in this jacked up world that we live in that's not going so well. We'll get to those in due time, but isn't it great? Like on this subject of these surgeries for minors, it's, again, another one of these things when Light is focused on it. I think most Americans are in the same place. Most Americans. I think there's more consensus in this country than we realize. It's just going to take the right people in the right places to help us mobilize and be united and move away from this very contentious atmosphere most of the time over nonsense that's my perspective anyway here's another interesting story I came across I have a good friend who has a relative with Down syndrome and she of course was very much disturbed by a story that she saw that's right, happening right here in North Carolina. This is TMZ's version of the story. Wendy's worker with Down syndrome fired because he wasn't normal, according to his sister. The sister of the longtime Wendy's employee with Down syndrome was recently unceremoniously canned, is lashing out of the franchise. Dennis Peake, he worked at a Wendy's in Stanley, North Carolina for 20 years. Fired without notice a few days back, now his sister claims managers of the fast food joint told her Dennis couldn't do his job like a normal person. The sister, Kona Young-Turner, wrote on Facebook, I am heartbroken to say they fired him. They told me he was unable to perform the duties of a normal person's job. She went on. His dream was to retire from there someday. He was looking forward to a huge retirement party. We may just give him that party and tell him he was retired because he doesn't understand being fired. Isn't this heartbreaking? 
She now says Wendy's has offered Dennis's job back, but he's not biting. She also says she's looking into filing a wrongful termination lawsuit of a special needs worker. Kona says Dennis was deeply hurt by the firing. But she is going to throw him a big retirement bash. TMZ reached out to Wendy's, the Carolina restaurant group, telling TMZ we're committed to creating a welcoming and inclusive environment for our employees and customers. This was a very unfortunate mistake and lapse in protocol. We value Dennis, have been in touch with his family, and we're looking forward to either welcoming him back to work in the restaurant or to celebrating him in a big way should he choose to retire. Should Dennis retire and ever want to work again? We'll also be happy to welcome him back. So in about face after this got a lot of attention, national attention, it's uh, pretty amazing. This is one of the things, and, and I, I know many of us, we're very disturbed by the unhealthy things associated with social media. Isn't it also good to see when things like this happen? Because people react, and there is a response, a responsible response. For that, we can be very, very thankful. Over to the text line for some items as we end this particular hour. Let's start here. The story about the issue of transgender surgeries, the permanent ones, seems to be lawsuits for malpractice are a proper response. Teachers and school systems and teacher unions should also be sued. I'm with you on that. If they're helping to promote this message and helping to promote these permanent disfigurements, because that's what they are, disfigurements of young people, they ought to be legally responsible. Another texter saying, Vince, these kids can't get a tattoo legally, but they can irreversibly change their sex, and it's their right? This is political polarization, creating a political dependency. It's straight out of hell, brother. Pretty scary stuff, isn't it? Also, please discuss the misnomer of gender-affirming care. Affirming would be to affirm that a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. The real term for what they mean is gender-denying care. David, that is very insightful. Therapists that promote transgender are liable for damages. Parents that allow it, not knowing what else to do, should be tarred and feathered in the public square and then sterilized. Because they obviously shouldn't have kids. Ouch. I just heard Planned Parenthood is doing gender-affirming care, including surgery. This explains the left's obsession with it. Well, you know, money is a big factor in all of this. Hour number two is straight ahead. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.